rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for listening to Center of the Sun, your favorite culture, society, and science podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast is for black men who have sex with other men. Today, I want to ask you, when was the last time you masturbated? (laughs) Yeah, I mean like jacked off or beat your meat. I've been seeing a lot of shit on Twitter for some reason. I don't know. Maybe people, it's that time of month for a lot of people. Um... A lot of people are talking about masturbation on Twitter these days uh, with memes and all kind of things. And I actually have some research I wanted to share with you later in this episode. Uh, But for now, I'm angry today. As you can, excuse me, this episode's brought to you by Miller High Life. Yeah, just kidding. But drink the Miller High Life. It's making me burp, sorry. But my grandparents told me my grandparents and my mama actually really uh they told me that a measure of a man uh you measure a man by his success you know meritocracy all that great stuff and that success is directly linked to a man's work right so a man that doesn't work he doesn't eat um, so that's what we're told every fucking day of our lives, specifically, I guess, black men or all men, really. But for the last five years, I've, I've been waking up at all hours, all God, only God knows what hours there were. But I've been waking up all these hours, getting ready to go to work every day. I just put in for two weeks of vacation over the next, or three weeks of vacation over the next few months. November, New Year's, my birthday. So I have all this vacation saved up, so I'm, ta- I'm just planning it now. So I'm like, since no one else has planned their shit, I'm going to plan mine. I'm going to use my vacation up. And I still have like 20 hours left. like, like And then sick time, too. So I've been working nonstop, getting ready, 
4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, going, you know, getting up, going to work. Excuse me, I'm burping because I drank my beer too fast because I wanted to turn up for the podcast. But anyway, and um, luckily I'm, I go to a job every day that I love. So thankfully, being black and gay is popping at the moment. And it's paying these days, sweet honey. <laughs> I get to go to work and I get to help the most vulnerable people in our society. And it warms my heart to see smiles of men who have been broken by this world and beaten down by this cruel fucking world. Oh my God. And it's exhausting to say the least. Every day I come home and I nearly pass the fuck out. Well, after I think about giving you all part of my day as well, you know, too, because I have to think about the show. The Centro of the Sod team is busy working on content to bring you all, but, um, and it takes a lot of effort and I work like 50 or 60 hours a week, potentially. It's always possible. So I fit you all in. That's why you're a Sunday show, because I can fit you in and give you all the love that you need because I have two days uh, to buffer you, so uh, to buffer the show. So why in the infinite wisdom of the universe am I part of the gentrification of my neighborhood? Um, And by a part, I mean... Um, I thought I made all the right choices when moving to this part of town. So my neighbor, my landlord, excuse me, grew up in this neighborhood. They worked, raised children, supported this fucking community for the duration of their lives and in perpetuity. They also reclaimed several buildings, fixed them up on their own because it's just what they fucking like to do. Um, Whether or not the market was good or bad, anything, they took all these abandoned houses, fixed them up, in their neighborhood, made them affordable market rate apartments to rent. And they made them affordable and accessible to anybody, not just someone like me, who's the recent transplant. So, um, unlike the motherfuckers across the street, my landlord told me all the business about them because they're not from here. Um, They're selling your house for crazy amount of money. There are some row houses that they just built for 300000 and then the houses they're building across from my house right now are half a million. So, um, they kicked the woman out who lives to the left of me. She was on Section 8. They kicked her out. She, she told me that months ago that that was coming. And then luckily, a nonprofit owns the garden that separated me and my, gar- my neighbor to the left. So... Luckily, I have a buffer between the bullshit. So why do I have to be a part of this plan to revitalize this little dumbass street that literally is just full of prostitutes and alcoholics anyway? I don't really know why anybody wants to really come over here anyway. Just I like it because it's quiet. And I know the alcoholics and the prostitutes. So and they're cool people. I just don't really like hang out with them. But anyway, so why on the days that I'm off do you decide to construct housing? Um, when I'm home, like I work so long every week and you have plenty of time to fucking, um, do what you got to do in terms of demolition. Yet you want to tear down a tree and demolish a house on the Lord's day. How dare you? Well, I'm just mad that you woke me up with a butt crack of dawn. I'm full and I'm tired. Trump is uh, 
Uh, let's go to society. Trump is um, going to meet with uh, Putin. Um, let's go to the New York Times. Trump is meeting with Putin tomorrow. Did, did y'all hear that? Uh, he's meeting with him on Monday, July 16th. And I don't know if you are aware, but for the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, the United States and Russia have been mortal enemies. Uh, NATO. NATO. Do you know what NATO is? Let's, let's look up NATO. NATO. N-A-T-O. NATO. NATO, NATO, NATO. So why did Trump go to fucking um, motherfucking? I'm at NATO.int. N-A-T-O dot I-N-T. It's the website of the um, NATO. So let's just go to what is NATO because it's very important to know these things. And NATO stands for the, tr- the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Um, and they're 29 member countries. And they basically make sure that if anybody fucks with one of these 29 people, they fuck with all of us. And then therefore World War III is coming. And that's why people are always like, World War III, World War III, because of NATO and because of this alliance that these people have. And why is Trump going overseas? I, I'm just like, oh, God, why is he doing this? Why is he going overseas talking about NATO's bad and that NATO is taking advantage of us and that we need to get out of NATO? Um, bitch, oh, uh, uh, our military is not big enough. We got 300 million people in this motherfucking country. So... Um, the only person in the world or the only country big enough to care honestly about NATO and who is also not a part of NATO is Russia. So guess who's meeting with Russia tomorrow? Willingly. Trump. Not good. This is not good. This is why we're talking about masturbation today because it is kind of important for one's health. Honestly. In our society, we have a lot of forces that are working against us. And I don't know. I don't know if you're tired, but I'm tired as fuck. So there's all kind of things going on in this society right now. Uh, email me, host at centrison21.com. What is the biggest thing bothering you in the news right now? Please point me in that direction so I can look at something else because Trump is really wearing me out. Is there something a little bit closer to home that you need to bring to attention to the world? I didn't know that Ohio lost a gerrymandering case. Did you really, did, did you see that in society? So Obama and Eric Holder, his former uh, attorney general, maybe? Eric Holder? Well, the two light-skinned men that ran our country for like eight years. Um, it is actually really funny to think about like two light-skinned men were running our country. It's so weird. But anyway, um, it's so weird. Like now that Trump is in office, I can't. It's just weird. Like that that ever happened. Like, was it real? Were we alive then? 
because the world is so different now it's so weird and they're just like non-existent like living their best life no actually they're out here fighting in the back end because so they have a committee or whatever like a super PAC to affect the gerrymandering laws in the states and I am particularly for this cause because this will and I tweeted this the other day I think like this will prevent the destruction of America because it will um, and it'll make our elections fair which is the reason why we have the fucking president we have now because the delegates and all that shit all those lines I, I'm for it I like the constitution when it's fair I mean in theory it works that's why we all ascribe to it so over the last you know 10 years or so the republicans have just been belligerent and changing the fucking maps and making them like using and i didn't know this until the other day and this is why i need you to email me host at centersun21.com because there's stuff that i don't even know because i'm so enthralled with rachel maddow that i never i never look outside of msnbc but i didn't realize that they were using computers and algorithms to find the most efficient way to suppress votes with computers and robots. Like fucking robots. Like basically that's what they're using as an algorithm. So anyway, Obama and Eric Holder have been fighting this unconstitutional ass way of suppressing votes in every state and they're winning. And they just won a case in Ohio in the Supreme Court. So, yay Obama. See, he's really, so he's making sure that Trump, well, you never know, because these people are evil. So I'm not even going to speak it into existence. Thank you for listening to Central of the Sun. We are going to continue on with some science next. For a minute, gonna check the digits up in my business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you like that? I'm a rapper though. <laughs> that was actually kind of good, actually. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, welcome back. Oh, wow. Center of the Sun podcast. Thank you for listening. Your favorite culture, society, and science podcast. For black men who have sex with other men. That's why we're here, you know? Trying to serve the community, trying to do the best good possible. And today we're talking about cancer. Well, not really. But for some reason, masturbation has been on my mind. Well, because I'm a man. Um, but it's been on my mind because it's been on fucking Twitter all the time. So everyone's always masturbating because it's just all these gay men. And men are like the horniest fucking creatures on this planet. Like all male, all male organisms like have an insatiable sex drive. And I don't understand why, because I, I don't, <laughs> I actually, mine could be satisfied quite easily. Um, and not very frequently, but Today, someone was like, oh my God, it's 11 a.m. and I've already masturbated four times or something like that. And I'm like, well, it's actually not. 
bad that you did that. It's, it's actually good. And there are reasons why. And there's research why. And there's data and everything why. So in 2016, I believe there was a study that was published in European ur- Urology. So because of Trump's ass <laughs> and because of my job too, I work in clinical research. So I find it actually important that black men, especially black men who have sex with other men, have access to the information that everyone else does because there's a huge information gap. And there are huge and critical misconceptions that persist um, and discourage people from obtaining life-saving biomedical intervention through research. So I wanted to send you on a little bit of a thought journey with me regarding cancer. So let's just start off with what prompted the whole the whole conversation. So there are all these people on Twitter talking about, oh, like, I'm so horny, like, oh my God, like my hormones and this and that. But I'm like, mm, is it your hormones though? Or is it just like your body working in perfect, you know, it's not anything going on the fritz. It's just like how your body takes care of itself. And um, I think men have their own version of a period. And every month we have a a period of time. It may be not an issue of blood, but, you know, as the Baptist would say. But, um, you know, we have... We have to shed our cells as well. So cancer is defined. So in order to get a better understanding of what I'm talking about, let me start from the foundation. So let's talk about what is cancer and why am I even talking about this? Because I'm talking about jacking off, right? No. Well, yeah, but no. Um, So cancer is also called um, a malignancy by WebMD. Um, and sorry if I'm slurring, I had two highlights. I'm such a, such a lightweight, (laughs) but anyway, um, it's called a malignancy or abnormal growth of cells. And there are like 100 or plus types of cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, skin cancer, eye cancer, bone cancer, foot cancer, all the cancers, um, lymphoma, all kinds of things. Also prostate cancer. And if you know anything about prostate cancer, only um, that cancer only affects men because only men have prostates. Uh, what is the prostate? I'm glad you asked because I sure as hell don't know. So I'm going to Google it. Prostate. I know it's a gland that only men have. So WebMD is a trusted source because actual people with medical doctorate degrees peer review these things. So Matt Hoffman wrote this piece on WebMD regarding the prostate and it is a let's see the prostate is a walnut sized gland located between the bladder and the penis and this is quoted right off of webmd.com the prostate is just in front of the rectum the urethra runs through the center of the prostate from the bladder to the penis letting urine flow out of the body the prostate secretes fluid secretes fluid that nourishes and protects sperm so that is the important thing about all of this, about the prostate. During ejaculation, the prostate squeezes this fluid into the urethra and it's expelled with sperm as semen. So men have a protective gland 
that is in the middle of their bladder and their penis and it secretes fluids and I'm going to tell you what those fluids are in just a moment into the semen and make sure it can infect or infect oh my god well you never know also make sure it can fertilize the egg and unfortunately for black gay men who have sex with other men only like myself um it becomes a little weird when you start talking about biological directives but anyway because everyone's body is different we do not put anyone in a box because no one's body works exactly like a diagram on WebMD I wish it did but it doesn't so the prostate is extremely important and prostate cancer is actually very common in all people there is no particular person that is safe from prostate cancer so when I see people on Twitter talking about how much they have to masturbate just to stop obsessing about sex I'm like good because you need to your body protects itself but it also protects itself through the expulsion of waste and sometimes semen is waste so let's go to my one note notebook actually so I wanted to kind of give you an idea of how to how I would approach thinking about this because I don't just accept people's shit, you know. No one can really tell me of anything because I have to investigate it to the best of my ability and then I will accept it. And so recently, um, so I've been saying good to all these people and I've been trying to like comment and stuff, but it's weird to talk about masturbation on Twitter. So... (laughs) I wanted to come on and explain why I'm like, yeah, like, get your life. Um, because I recently saw, probably in the last one or two years, an article on, like, BuzzFeed or something. Or it was like a, it was like a commercial or something, and it was, like, new information about prostate cancer. A man needs to wor- uh, uh, ejaculate approximately 27 times a month. <laughs> in order to properly take care of one's prostate. And that always struck me as odd because I'm like, so literally we have to come every day. And that's just like a minimum to like prevent prostate cancer. Like that's not even like for anything else, for any other reason. And I was just like, wow, I don't know if people, I guess people come every day. I guess I can try to come every day because I'm not that sexual. Like I can if I want to, but it's not, it builds up and then it like is a thing, but it's not like I feel compelled every day to ejaculate when you're supposed to. And so I didn't really investigate that further, but I did initiate a few changes, behavioral changes in my life personally. Um, <laughs> but I never really investigated it further because it didn't really make sense. And I didn't really care because it was such a weird and odd thing that I would see in like mainstream news. So it wasn't until today, actually. Thank God I record these on the day that, on the actual Sunday that they are supposed to be uh, 
released, but I saw today someone was like, oh my God, it's only 11 a.m. And um, I've already masturbated four times. My hormones, my hormones are on the fritz. And I'm like, wait, no, they're not though. Because they're not, because that's exactly how your body's supposed to work. So I was like, let me recall that article way back like a year or two ago that I saw. So I did some investigation, went onto Google, Google, and found myself in a thought cloud. <laughs> and I actually found the original abstract. I wonder if it'll let me see the full text. Yeah, you can see the full text, everything. So anyway, the article is called Ejaculation, Frequency, and, R- and Risk of Prostate Cancer. Updated results with an additional decade of follow-up. So basically, doctors named Jennifer Ryder, Catherine Wilson, Jennifer Sinat, Rachel Kelly, and others at Al, other people associated with it, they followed people for about a period of 10 years and they literally asked them about their frequency of masturbation over the period of 10 times. And they did all these surveys and stuff. And they, in tandem with that, at the same exact time, what they also did was t- give them, uh, t- test them for risk of um, prostate cancer. And the people, and what they found was actually very interesting, was what they found was that the people that reported more ejaculations per month (laughs) had a lower incidence for prostate cancer. And it was like, wait, what? Like, how does that work? Like, what in the world? And it's so stupid because it's like, it's because the way that we trivialize it as a society, maybe that should have been the society segment is like the shame of masturbation when it actually has a biological imperative it's it's a biological imperative and also you know other factors influence your likelihood of of um, acquiring prostate cancer as a man but what was interesting was that the study was so big and it was like Thousands of people were shown this. I think it was like 31,000 men answered questions on ejaculation frequency on a 1992 questionnaire and followed through to a 2010 questionnaire. That 30,000 people. Now that's how you know it's a good study. We call that the sample size. That's the N. That's the N equals 31,925,000 men. I'd like to see that data. And there were other controls for the study too, like body mass index and and um, consumption of calories and that kind of thing. But overall, it was they could correlate incidences of prostate cancer with motherfucker uh ham uh <laughs> I love that meme. Motherfucker uh ham uh uh with masturbation. So when I see somebody bragging about how they can't control themselves in terms of masturbation, it's because their body is like, help me. (laughs) I am trying to protect you and you need to get busy, bitch. That's what your body is saying. 
so I didn't stop there because I'm like, okay, thank you for sharing, but like, I need some like actual science behind it because this is the science section and I just can't be giving them like an abstract like we need the hard evidence we need the exact mechanism of action the catalyst bitch so related to this it was just at the bottom it was it was linked in the, in the article so I'm at europeanurology.com and this is a peer-reviewed source so that's one of the things that you want to look for when you're looking up information especially about science because people are tricky and what I didn't do was actually call the people. So um, before I shared this, what I wanted to do was actually call, uh, I forget where this was conducted, in Boston somewhere. Let me see. Gen- Jennifer Ryder, Department of Epidemiology at Howard, Chan School of Public, Boston, Massachusetts, Department of Epidemiology, Boston University of School of Public Health. So what I should have done was actually called these places make sure this bitch was real sorry girl but that same study um, or the same woman that conducted the study what I found out was that they were looking at the what were the fluids that were secreted by the prostate cancer that were, were protecting the sperm but yet also causing cancer and it was citrate and I know citrate is probably why cum tastes bad. And it probably is... Oh, excuse me. Oh, shit. TMI. My bad. Well, it is what it is. But um, those protective fluids, those fluids that protect the sperm, also when they build up and they'll have any way else out of your body because it's actually, it's probably producing at the right amount you're not having enough sex because you're you're supposed to be procreating like think about like every other animal like they're procreating so if if you're gay and um, we've evolved past that biological imperative or that biological directive to only procreate we can be other kinds of beings yet we still have our bodies like our brains evolved faster than, than our bodies did or vice versa I don't know. But at the same time, it's not black and white, I can tell you that much. So, anyway, because <laughs> I'm making the case for heteronormativity, and I'm like, I don't want to. But um, because it's not, because there are enough straight people, we're, we're fine. We barely can sustain the planet as we can. I mean, this, the planet can sustain itself. We can't get our shit together enough to sustain the planet with the amount of people that we have. So why do I need to procreate? So you need to ejaculate. So basically, um, you need to ejaculate once a day to just make it easy for health. Salute. (laughs) No, for real, it is for health. So I'm going to put the link to all this stuff in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening to the science section. Um, Please email me your thoughts. Host at centrosun21.com. What are your thoughts about this? Is it weird to talk about this kind of stuff? Have have you heard about this? Do you have a better study? Do you have a debate? Would, would you like to debate my data that I'm presenting? Because it's pretty legit. I did look, you know, I looked through it. It's pretty cool stuff. 
and I work in I work in research, so it's given me all the things that I need. The confidence index is real nice. Sits at a smooth eighty one point eighty one hundred. So it sits at a smooth eighty one hundredths. The confidence interval is between seventy two hundredths and ninety two hundredths. So it's sitting right pretty, right in the middle. That's what I like to see. That that was for a particular group, but still. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Host at centrosun21.com. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back with culture, culture. section this week we are going to talk about reading so last week on the center of the sun podcast i talked about minimalism and the importance of minimalism to black men and minimalism to touch base is just the art of it is an art form so you go into a museum and you see minimalist art cubes on you know like weird things it's just weird stuff you know whatever I like it whatever but you see um, in museums you can see minimalist art you can see all kinds of different forms of art and then there are minimalist lifestyles that people live where they try to shed away all of the things that are unimportant. And I kind of superimposed the idea of minimalism onto David Eagleman, a neuroscientist that I've been kind of obsessed with lately. Um, I His ideas around possibilianism and ensuring that before we make a decision about what is true and what is not true, we import the tools of science, but do it in a way that gives everything a possibility um, to be measured in some way or to give um, evidence to one's point. So he was talking specifically about like neuroscience and the vastness of the ignorance of the things that we don't know and that and you can find that on my on my blog centersun21.com if you need help if you want the specific articles you can always email me host at centersun21.com and i will personally send you the articles and the youtube videos that i watch myself um but you'll see that in the post as well and um, so David Eagleman, he, last week I was talking about how he was talking about the prisons and how we, um, what is it, uh, conversely apply the legal system <laughs> to, like, areas of behavior in neuroscience that, shouldn't be, should, that it shouldn't be applied to. 
because everyone's body is different and like one's motivation to change is not dependent on like how long you have to keep them in a cage. And the prison industrial complex, which is especially an insidious structural issue in our society that basically targets black men when they're a baby, creates a school to prison pipeline for them, doesn't teach them anything, ensures that they live in poverty, ensures that they lack education and then puts them in jail, uses them as free labor, and then to support a billion dollar private prison industry. And when you think about the science of human behavior and how counterintuitive prisons are and how counterproductive they are, it starts to become clear that they're not for rehabilitative purposes. They are to enslave black men. And I am here today to close that information gap. And um, that's why in, in our cultural section, we're going to do a part two of minimalism. Just to touch base on what I think it is, please send me your definition at host at centersun21.com. I want to hear your thoughts. Send me your questions. But GQ is a nice source. It's a, you know, it's a good enough source to talk about minimalism. And when I think of minimalism, I think of like Ikea, you know, of of a style of art form. But it's a way of removing, and this is quoting it from GQ magazine in the UK, it's a form of living or lifestyle, a way of removing everything physically and mentally that can be deemed unfulfilling and not practical. All of this is done with the aim of enjoying a fuller life. So how about we start shedding away the bullshit? doesn't mean that you have to live in poverty it doesn't mean that you need to sacrifice anything it just means that you need to be more conscious and more cognizant of what you retain and i'm not talking about physically because i could i could not i actually could not care less about what you have materially because that's just our culture that's just our society telling you to spend more but our society also tells you to stop thinking or it fills your mind with distractions so what if we stop distracting ourselves and started chipping away at the distractions and ignoring them or removing them completely from our lives with the aim of enjoying a fuller life i think it's possible one way that i do it is by minimizing the decisions that i make in the morning what I've learned is that I'm a morning person right now I'm recording this podcast a little bit too late because the damn tree cutting in the fucking morning I've been doing all fucking weekend fuck bro fuck bro it's good though but anyway I've minimized the amount of chemicals I put in my body I minimize the amount of chemicals I put inside my body so I don't have to make the decisions that normally made by the general masses. What do I eat tonight? Well, I already know that because I already made the decision I planned for a prior. You know, like there are there are little ways to minimalize your life. Put, apply minimalism to your life that don't require you, you to sacrifice. But I'm a minimalist by proxy, I would say. 
learned it from people in my family. I learned it from friends. I learned it online. And I've created my own brand of it. But I think if you decrease the amount of mental clutter, whatever that is, I want you to answer this question. What is cluttering your mind right now? Email me at Centersun. Email me at host at Centersun21.com. I want to hear your thoughts. I may read them aloud on the show. But um, I, in order to decrease the amount of thoughts that distract me, what I like doing is reading a good story. So sometimes, sometimes all of the fucking channels on cable do not satisfy me. It's so boring. (laughs) And I mean, if you're a smart black man, clap your hands because it's hard out here. satisfied my imagination is so vivid it needs to be satisfied constantly so in masturbation it's not gonna help it's not gonna support it's not gonna work 100% of the time so you have to fill up other things and what is your favorite book genre what's your favorite movie genre email me post at centersun21.com I will look it up read a book and talk about it on the show (laughs) because I wanna I wanna um I wanna respond to what y'all like I'm reading this book called Bandwidth on Kindle Unlimited, whatever, Kindle, Amazon, Kindle Unlimited. I'm reading this book called Bandwidth, and it is about, um, it starts off with like a terrorist attack. It's actually really good. It's very well written. Like the imagery is quite expressive. Um, it's kind of weird how close and distant in the future it is, but to just imagine a future where money that doesn't exist. And I think I'm getting to the point where I'm realizing that the computers are in these. Excuse me. I'm getting to the point that the computer. I'm realizing that the computers that the people are using are in their heads. And the speed with which you connect to the internet is the currency of the future. The bandwidth (laughs) and institutions control that. Like imagine Verizon being the government. chapter 11 so I'm not really that far in because I'm like I don't know anything about this book yet I'm just like literally like everything is still surprised like wait where are they like wait the computers are in their heads like I'm so confused but I love a sci-fi novel this is a great sci-fi novel bandwidth by Elliot Pepper but Pepper with one P P E P E R on Kindle Unlimited um you can go to my blog and get three months for free if you want also, to learn about the prison industrial complex, I suggest you read The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander, also on Amazon, but not on Unlimited, though. So that one you have to buy. But that one's good, too, and that one gives you more context about what the fuck is the prison school-to-prison pipeline. And if you want to know more, Jaden Smith has a really good... Well, it's not really good, but it's, it's layman's terms of the prison industrial complex actually makes a great point and i'm also obsessed with two chains at the moment proud by two chains um 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.